chapter 2, verses 1 through 8. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a fallen away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of prediction, who opposes and exalted himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God, sitting in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was with you, I told you these things. And now ye know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity do it already work. Only he who now let it will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Here we see Paul's purpose for writing this second letter to them. He combats the false report that says Jesus had already raptured his church and that they were now in the great tribulation period. Paul assures them that the day of the Lord, the great tribulation, had not yet come. Paul says here that iniquity is already at work in part. But after the church is raptured out of the earth, iniquity will have full course. Why? Because we who are the light of the world will be gone. And when this happens, the man of sin will come forth and exalt himself above all that is called God and will think that he is Christ. That is the big lie. The world will be deceived. The Antichrist, the man of sin, will be a world dictator. No one on earth will be able to stop him. Only the second coming of Jesus will stop him. Jesus' first coming was a gracious appearing. Titus chapter 2 and verse 11 says this, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation had appeared to all men. The second coming of Christ will be different. First, he will take his church out of the world, and then after a period of time, he, along with his saints, will come to the earth to establish his kingdom on the earth. At that time, the Antichrist shall be consumed and destroyed with the brightness of his coming. Verses 9 through 12. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Those who didn't believe the gospel, those who rejected Jesus, shall believe the big lie. God will send them strong delusion. In other words, God will let the world believe the lie. Now, what is the big lie? The Antichrist will lie by saying that Jesus Christ is not the Lord. 
He will tell them that they did the right thing by not believing in Jesus. He will give them an explanation for the departure of the believers in Christ from the earth, of why we are no longer on the earth. He will congratulate the people for waiting to build a kingdom on earth with him. The world will believe him because they didn't believe the truth. Verses uh, 13 through 17. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God had from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth, whereunto he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace. And good hope, I like that, through grace. Comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. Establish you in every good word and work. Paul tells the Thessalonian believers that God from the beginning chose them to be saved, to be sanctified, to believe the truth, and then to be glorified, to receive their glorified bodies. And in light of this, he exhorts them to stand fast, to stand firm, to never let go of the things that, that they were taught uh, to them by him and the apostles. And may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and, and, and our God and Father who has loved us and given us everlasting consolation and good hope by grace, comfort your hearts. Oh, I like that. And may he establish you in every good word and work. Listen, no one knows how to comfort a heart like the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, glory to God. 